welcome to Living Water Radio. Sometimes movie sequels are even better than the original. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan comes to mind. Usually, though, they're way worse. Last week, we did a podcast called Rivulets of Living Water. Today, we're uploading Rivulets, the sequel. Better or worse? You decide. My name is Pastor David Burkadal. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a Christian Church Disciples of Christ, United Church of Christ, ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. A rivulet is a small stream. We uploaded a podcast last week called Rivulets of Living Water. Today, we're going to look at 10 more practical means by which people might follow a rivulet to a place that leads them to receive the streams of living water, that is God, the Holy Spirit, and be filled. These 10 aren't complicated. They just provide some means to be witnesses. A witness is someone who tells about what they have seen. Your witness might be titled, Why I am a Christian, or Why I continue to be a Christian. The Bible's book, Acts of the Apostles, begins with Jesus' words to his disciples just before his ascension in Acts 1, verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. The gospel has gone to the ends of the earth through an unbroken string of witnesses who have brought us to where we are today. Here are ten more means by which the Holy Spirit may work within the people we know and care about to lead them to eternal life in Jesus Christ. Number 11. Use your front door. Your front door is your opening credits, your title page, and your headline. You never get a second chance to make a first impression, as they say. Install a Christian front door marker or a calligraphied Bible verse in the entryway. Let visitors know that the Christians who live there welcome them with their very best. Number 12. Recommend the classics. Recommend books by Christian authors who are known in the secular world, like C.S. Lewis or John Bunyan or Soren Kierkegaard, or music by Christian composers like Johann Sebastian Bach, and talk with them about their reactions to them. Number 13. Listen as an act of love. Listen to a friend who is angry or sad or without hope. Listen with eye contact. Listen some more. Express your concern. You may have the opportunity to share that God sees and understands and is present for them. Number 14. Serve others in line. Let others go ahead of you in the grocery line or traffic lane. If you can afford it, pay for the order of the person behind you in a food or beverage line. Give up your number or your seat. Leave it at that, or if you have an opportunity, add God bless you. 
You may even have the opportunity to engage someone in conversation. Witness in long lines. Lighten up. Talk with those around you. Get to know the clerks and the regulars. Share something good with them. Share something of yourself. If you are buying something for your church, say so. Number 16. Don't just walk by. The homeless person on the off-ramp, the street musician, and others are asking for money, but may also be asking for an expression of hope. Offer a blessing and a kind exchange with your donation. Sometimes you may just want to give to organizations that help those who are asking, but in those moments we can help build our reputation as people who always want to help. As Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, beginning at the 38th verse in the Sermon on the Mount, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your coat, give your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. Number 17. Be there. I am praying for you is meaningful and helpful, but being a person of action when someone needs you is also a great witness. As James writes of our faith that naturally and organically results in good works in James chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm, and eat your fill, and yet you do not supply their bodily needs, what is the good of that? Number 18. Live your values for what is important. Adjusting schedules and social events around worship sends a message. Friends and extended family, out-of-town guests, and especially your children, see that your family's worship and church activities are part of the relationship with God that defines your life. Number 19. Witness on airplanes. Be ready to give up your seat to keep families or friends traveling together, together. Be open to the person next to you on the plane. Listen to their story and share yours, especially your faith journey. If they are fearful, let them know that your trust is always in God. Number 20. Start a tradition. Take the lead or suggest a project for your church that reaches out to the community and that could become a yearly tradition. Link it to your local community history or major local activity, like a mariachi Sunday or food festival. Identify an activity that your church isn't already doing, like a multi-generational Advent festival or an alternative Christmas fair. Maybe these 10 more rivulets will stimulate your own thinking about how you can share the faith that God has given you. As I said last week, my best advice on witnessing is don't spend a lot of time thinking about your witness. Make of yourself a good instrument, as Paul counsels in 2 Timothy, the second chapter, verse 15. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved by Him, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly explaining the word of truth. Finally, listen to God. Let things happen in God's time. You are not in control. God is. 
You never know how God is going to work in someone through one of these means. Be patient. May they be the means by which people you know and care about come to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit that will well up like streams of living water flowing within them. Today, let's remember to pray for all those who have yet to get the vaccines and the booster, because they are most at risk to themselves and to others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer sometime today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to either of the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune into the worship service they have available and support your church financially so that it will be fully functioning as we move now out of the variants and back into the new normal. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. They're trying to find their footing. They're trying to keep everybody happy. You know how impossible that is. Support them. Pray for them. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody, contact a friend or a relative, Google a local national hotline, talk with a professional, reach out. You are not alone. There are people around you who will walk with you through this dark time and into the light. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly, get your vaccine. It's the one thing you can do to keep lowering the curve and to literally save lives. Do it for the sake of others. Avoid crowds if you can, and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. We all struggle in some way. Be a helper and an encourager. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.